I started watching a series on Amazon Prime called Clarkson's Farm. You know Jeremy Clarkson? <laughs> I've never heard of that. Jeremy it's always impressive to me. Do you know who Jeremy you Clarkson always, is? Oh, I do know Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. I was going to say, it's always impressive to me how you find these shows. They're <laughs> like, oh, I'm watching this. I'm like, this, you keep picking stuff I've literally never heard of. And I feel like I'm generally pretty in tune with this stuff. Yeah. You know, I'm going to start watching a show soon, too. I'm very excited. The second season of Never Have I Ever is coming out soon. And I love Never... I probably will honestly talk about the second season on this. So that's Mindy Kaling's uh, Netflix show that's about um, a girl in Mm -hmm. high school. But what I always describe the first one as... And I know you haven't seen Uncut Gems, but I always go like... It's like if Uncut Gems was set in high school Mm because she constantly makes the worst possible decision she could make at any given time in her show. But it's just... Yeah. Well, it's great. I love it. I'm like, keep messing up. <laughs> You're messed up. All right. So what did you what did you watch this week? I didn't watch it on any TV. I so I was going to watch a uh, a sci-fi horror film on Hulu that I don't remember the name of. Um, and instead, I was on Disney Plus, and I was kind of like, "Hey, saying aliens, the most obvious sci-fi horror movie." <laughs> but. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> aliens? No, no, no way anybody would watch that. Anyways, um, so anyway, so I'm on Disney Plus and I'm just kind of like flipping through everything, and I'm like, you know what? I like I went on this. I got on this big kick of watching people review old dinosaur documentaries, and then I and then I was like, you know what? There's a movie. On Disney Plus that I watched way back when I was like in first grade maybe it was called Dinosaur and I was like if I could find that back and I'll just watch it just for laughs and see if it actually like holds up you know if it stands the test of time 21 years later Uh, so um, this film is literally just called Dinosaur Um, it's rated G I believe on Disney Plus it came out in 2000 it's talking CGI dinosaurs with a recycled plot. Um, however, the voice acting is done well for this film. Max Castle uh, is the voice of Daxter. Um, he's from, uh, or he's the voice for Daxter in Sony's Jack and Daxter series. And in this movie, he voices a lemur, which immediately should be throwing up um, exclamation points everywhere because lemurs and dinosaurs. It's a it's a historical inaccuracy. The studio was very much aware of. No, I'm gonna say the one thing I know about this movie before uh-huh. we get into all these inaccuracies. Yeah, is I remember the trailer for this movie, which infamously did not have any dialogue in it. So I remember. Yep. Well, I don't remember the buzz obviously because I was like five when I came, it came out. Yeah, because I actually have never seen this movie even as a kid. I just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. My parents my parents were always people who were actually into reading movie reviews. So yeah. they're like, the reviews on this are bad, so we are not taking you to see it. Especially <laughs> when the Emperor's New Groove is out or like whatever kids movies out in two thousand. Mm-hmm. So there's always, you know, there's always kids movies out and there's probably some a better one. I think that was 
think that was the year of like the road to El Dorado, maybe. I don't know. Maybe but the, you know uh, what I mean. Atlantis, there, was, there was other options. Atlantis may have also been. No, I didn't see Atlantis either. Time. Mm. I didn't see Atlantis or Dinosaur. I saw um, Emperor's New Groove, but I did not see Atlantis or Dinosaur. Gotcha. Um, I only saw Emperor's New Groove because I literally dragged my dad to take me. To, there's a fun story there, but I won't get into it because <laughs> we don't have time right now. Anyway, I remember always reading like people were like, this looks so good and un-Disney. And then, of course, when it goes to the movie, the dinosaurs are talking to go. Yeah, oh. it's it's very, <laughs> very Disney, Disney-fied uh, dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, so that the trailer that you're talking about, that's Disney showing off like, hey, we have money. Hey, we can do CGI. I will say CGI for 2000, it's not shoddy. It's not bad. There are some things like where it's just pretty much um, when they get to like herds of dinosaurs, you can just tell that it's the same model just duplicated so little things like that but also i know the technology um held them back at that time as well hopping on the inaccuracy train there are lemurs in this movie mammals and dinosaurs did live next to each other but the mammals were very very small the studio knew that this was historically inaccurate by like millions of years because that's when the first lemurs showed up after long after the extinction of the dinosaurs but they said that the mammals that would would have been around at the time of the dinosaurs um, were not cute enough. So uh, that's one Disney-fied checkmark that we've got there. Um, moving on, the variation of the dinosaurs is also very, very interesting. Because we've got the Brachiosaurus, which is from the late Jurassic period. We have the Styracosaurus, which is from the Cretaceous period. We have the Iguanodon, which is from the late Jurassic period. And we have the Carnotaurus, which is from the late Cretaceous period. So many of the dinosaurs in the film didn't live in the same time or even the same place. Um, which brings me to my next point. The Carnotaurus was from South America. That was it. You know, that was its land. Most of these other creatures were in North America. Iguanodon was also over in Europe, as well as, uh, you know, species um, split up, different variations of the species. In the movie, they talk about, well, like, we've not seen the Carnotaurs up up here this, this far north before. But also, if this movie is set in prehistoric North America, for the Carnotaurs to move that far north from South America... Remember, this is, they don't really give us a time. I'm assuming that it's in the Cretaceous time, and we'll get to the plot as to why I think that soon. But I assume this is set in the Cretaceous period, which is the very last um, time period of the dinosaurs. Yeah, we would see the Carnotaurs at this time. The continents on Earth were very, very, in very different places than what they are now in modern day. South America and North America weren't connected at that time. So the Carnotaurs would have had to swim through the sea, which there is no evidence that the Carnotaur was able to use its little bitty arms to swim all the way across the sea to reach North America to chase down the, this herd of dinosaurs. So yeah, that's just, that's another thing. Of course, I know it's a kid's movie. They're not going to care. No. At the, you know. That's not fair. You know, I watched Luca, and I knew that everything in it had to be scientifically accurate. So if this movie's not as scientifically accurate as Luca, I'm suing. The plot is basically the, the uh, trailer that you were talking about earlier. 
it's pretty much like the first five-ish minutes of the movie. So Aladar is an iguanodon. He's in that egg that gets transported all over the place. He hatches in the egg. The lemurs raise him in a very Tarzan style um, narrative. One night um, after Aladar has grown up, um, a meteor strikes in the ocean. What? Um, I will say the the moment of the meteor hitting down into the into the water was very like this is why i'm like we're in the cretaceous period because you could say that this was the extinction event that killed off the dinosaurs when the meteor crashed it would have sent one of the many things that it would have done within um a few only a few seconds it would have sent chunks of rock back up into space and then what are those chunks of rock going to do but they're going to fall straight back down and they're just even smaller meteors you know meteorites uh, coming down and they're now landing on earth you know and you get that and you get this all this fire and all these resources destroyed yeah essentially Aladar has to he leaves his island home with the lemurs and they go off um, they find this other herd and then we have a happy ending. They end up in their nesting grounds, which is like their paradise. Yay, we get a happy ending. However, the end narrative is one of the lemurs doing a, uh, doing a voiceover and she says, we will always be remembered and our time here isn't done. And when she says our time here isn't done, I'm like, oh, but the, if this was the meteorite that kills off the dinosaurs, your time here is very close to being done. So, I don't know. You know, the Ice Age movie, in Ice Age, the meltdown, you'd expect that to be the end. But it's the second movie of like six or five. That's, that's true. So, yeah, that's, that's just. And in the third one, they meet the dinosaurs, which were before the Ice Age. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, does this movie stand the test of time? Um. I say yes as a nostalgic watch that it's it's I don't want to call it a throwaway movie, but you don't have to invest anything into it. Um, but it's it's something that held my attention the entire time. I've not seen it since like 2003, maybe. So 18 years held my attention. I give it a three out of five. Um, voice acting is still still very well done. Um, and there's enough of like the little group um, of the heroes, you know, our protagonist and his and his friends. Um, there's enough there that holds them all together and keeps that story moving that you do cheer cheer for them, despite the scientific and historical inaccuracies. So, so what did you friends. watch, Danny? <laughs> so I went to the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I saw a. <laughs> A band documentary, actually. <laughs> yeah. I watched um, The Sparks Brothers, which is uh, directed by Edgar Wright. So that's why I went to go see it. It was not because I know, I have no idea what, I had no, I had no idea what Sparks were. Um, but I did know who Edgar Wright was. I think Edgar Wright is a, always an interesting director. I actually only really love one of his movies, which is Hot Fuzz, which I think is most people's favorite Edgar Wright movie they've seen Hot Fuzz. 
Mm. Uh, you probably know him from Baby Driver because that's his only like Americanish movie. Well, Scott Pilgrim is also his movie too. I've not. So seen you seen either of those? Driver. That's Edgar Wright movies. Nope, I've what? not seen them. I've been told I need to watch Come Scott on. Pilgrim. Uh, you probably like Scott Pilgrim, but if I ever recommended you one for Green Room, it would be Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is really good. Um, I, yeah, I have heard that too. But anyway, so Sparks Brothers is Edgar Wright's first documentary, which is why it got a wide release because it's Edgar Wright. That's really why. Otherwise, this wouldn't. And Sparks is this, I want to call them an indie band. Because mm-hmm. they refer to them as indie throughout it, um, but they're not. They're pretty mainstream. They have 25 albums. Uh, and it's just a documentary that literally takes you through every single album of theirs. And, you know, I thought it was a really good documentary. And the reason why I say that is I've watched so many documentaries recently. I also watched this week, which I'm not talking about for the Green Room, a Rita Moreno documentary, which I did not like. Mm. Because it was what I define as the typical celebrity documentary, which is it's just a Wikipedia article where they occasionally interview the celebrity about their lives. And it just takes you basically for the Wikipedia article. Now, to be fair, the Sparks Brothers does do that, too. It goes through all 25 of their albums in the mm-hmm. span of two and a half hours. But since, it, yeah, it's a two and a half hour long movie. Dang. It's, it actually, though, is really entrancing because that's just Edgar Wright's editing style is to be very punch, punch, punch. Yeah. And it's a band I never heard of. So it's like, oh, all these music is really good. And like, they're very, I don't even know how to describe them. It may, the best comment I can do this movie is that it really made me want to do a deep dive into Sparks's uh, discography. Because I really was just like, wow, this song, these music is really good. And it's catchy, and it's quirky, and it's fun. Uh, and yeah, I just really liked it uh, as a documentary being made. Because uh, he had frozen some animation to spice it up a bit. A lot of archive footage, getting into like how the music video was made. And always with the two. Because, okay, so their last name isn't... So the name of the band is Sparks. And the two people in it who are always in it are Ron and Russell Mile. Mail? Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say your name. They only call him Ron and Russell in the movie, right? Yeah. And the movie is called The Sparks Brothers, amusingly, because initially the uh, the record company wanted them to name their band. The name of the band was Half Nelson. And they're like, you need to rename this band. It does not, it's not catchy enough. And they're like, how about Isn't the Sparks Half Brothers? Nelson, like, is that a skateboard? It's movie? a movie. Or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I really know. don't. Um, but anyway, so Ron and Russell... Uh, they're like, no, we don't want to be the Sparks Brothers. Let's just be Sparks. But the name of the movie is the Sparks Brothers because it's about them as brothers. Uh, I was really excited about it because uh, this also works as an ad for a movie I'm kind of looking forward to. And now that I've seen this movie, I am very looking forward to it. Is that uh, my favorite actor currently working? I'm sure you you know this, Tyler, because I talk about him at any chance I can. Is Adam Driver, and he is starring in a musical that Sparks wrote the music for. And throughout this doc, at points, they bring up how they tried to make a movie with Jacques Takiti, who is a director I don't blame you for not knowing. And then also they tried to do a movie with Tim Burton, which is a director I would scream no, at you. Yeah, you I, know, I, know, I know. I've heard of it. But they're like, these <laughs> fell apart both times. And now they're working on a movie with a French director called Leo Cra, I believe. And, but it's his first English-language film, and it's Adam Driver, and it's a musical. And it's called Net. And I was excited for it just because Adam Driver musical, yes. Uh... And now I've seen this band. I'm like, this band is doing the music and did, like, the screenplay. Ah, this is so exciting. This is going to be so cool. Uh, And now I really want to do a deep dive in the Sparks at some point because it just really is, like, it was a good doc. I would recommend it to you when it's at home because it made me want to listen to this band a ton. It was really good. Who was it? Uh, Who is it uh, distributed by? Focus Features. So it's like an actual film. 
Okay. I, mean, well, I say I'm, like I'm like, like it's not like Netflix, not Amazon. Yeah, I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure like who it probably would. will end up on Peacock. Probably uh, end up on Peacock gotcha. or maybe HBO. Annette will be released on Amazon. Annette is okay. an Amazon Studio. Well, that story. one's that one's got also Adam Driver. That one's got Adam Driver, Marion uh, Cotillard. I will 100 percent talk about it when I see it in theaters. Ryla uh, Fukushima. Shima. I just know I will go. I will talk about it whenever I see it in theaters because I'm very excited for it. Because um, I love Adam Driver, and let me just say, this is my last thing I'll say about the movie, mm-hmm. which I do think everyone should check out. I just think it's hard to talk about a band documentary that's two and a half hours long that was about a band I didn't know, and I was like, wow, this music is great. It's kind of overwhelming. Um, but did it? But did Adam it Driver you is to not. The... Sorry, yeah, continue. No, it makes me want to listen to Sparks. Listen to them. Really yeah, is like, yeah. Oh, I want to. Yeah, I want to listen to them. Um, but. Especially, also again, especially to build up to Annette, because it's like, I should know what this band sounds like before I see their musical, really. Yeah. Even this doc did a good job of that. Um, but I will, what I will say about it is that he isn't interviewed in the movie, but Adam Driver is on screen for like a half a second when they visit the set of the movie at the end of the doc. Mm-hmm. I was like, Adam Driver, back on the big screen, baby. <laughs> so long, it's been so long since I've seen you last. <laughs> I was very excited. Um, if... Adam Driver would come to the MCU. Who would you cast him as? He can be any, I don't want him in the MCU. any hero. I I don't want him to be a hero if he did anyway. I wanted to do be like what Ethan Hawke is doing and starring in a weird Disney Plus show being the villain. Mm. Or doing like what Owen Wilson is doing right now. Something like that. But I also wouldn't really want him there anyway. I would rather him if he shows up in a superhero movie. He needs yeah. to be like the bad guy in a Batman movie. That's mm. not connected gotcha. to the cinematic universe. Gotcha. Or like... Now, actually, I wonder why I'm as a bad guy. I could see him as a good... Uh, I'm looking at Adam Driver now, like, where, what would I put you as? I'd put him as, like, maybe uh, 10 years down the road, Perry White in a Superman reboot. Mm. I could see that. He'd be decent. But 10 years mm. from now, when he's a bit older. Adam Driver, to me, is legitimately... No, I don't mean... I don't. I, Adam Driver, I've seen pretty much every one of his mainstream movies. And I've only missed a few of the indies. Have you seen- I legitimately think Adam Driver is the greatest actor of his generation. Mm. When he lost the Oscar to Joaquin Phoenix and Joker, when he should have won for Marriage Story, I yeah. was so upset, even though I knew it was going to happen. I think Adam Driver can show up in bad movies and be phenomenal. The only big like the last Adam Driver movie I haven't seen is... No, like The Rise of Skywalker. That's really more. I'm sorry, because the more no, 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 yeah, Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker terrible is, that's movie. Something everyone can agree. But on. Adam yeah. Driver in it, still good. He does the best he can. I don't know what JJ was thinking about putting the mask back on him. I have to talk like I'm in a vacuum cleaner. That seems so insane to me. That was I. I, I, I know you don't like the last Jedi. The one of the single best decisions in the movie is that it opens with Adam Driver smashing his mask so you actually get to see him act the rest of the movie. Mm. One of the best decisions Rian Johnson makes in the entire film. Um, the only big Adam Driver movie I haven't seen, and I say big in air quotes because um, you haven't heard of it, and I honestly haven't either, is Hungry Hearts, which he won the Volpe Cut for. It's an award at the Venice Film Festival. I need to see Hungry Hearts. But I've seen a central... You want me to list everything Adam Driver I've seen? I haven't seen a show. I've seen Francis Ha, Lincoln, Inside Lou and Davis, What If, While We're Young, This Is Where I Leave You, Star Wars The Force Awakens, this Midnight is where I Special. Leave that was a really good Patterson, one. Patterson, I have seen that one. Silence, The Meyerowitz Stories, Logan Lucky, Star Wars Last Jedi, Black Klansman, Dead Don't Die, Marriage Story, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The big ones I missed were The Report, which I really need to watch, 
The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. I'm listing the ones that since he like hit it big that I missed. Those are the two that I've missed that are since he was big. But I need to see Hungry Hearts. He was in a Bob's Burger episode. Is he? Yeah. Uh, I've seen no him idea. on... Uh, I, I haven't watched as much TV. I think also he is probably the greatest Saturday Night Live host we've had in like since like maybe the last five or six years. Besides maybe John Mulaney. But even then... Yeah, I, I was like, Adam John Mulaney. I was like, eh, John Mulaney. Have you seen the Adam Driver sketch about... Uh, about uh, the oil baron? No. You need to watch it. It is hysterical. I, I'm i laughing about it thinking about it. <laughs> Almost. Not really. Anyway, I got we got to wrap it up. Yep, yep. Let's, Especially because I talk about the Sparks Brothers, which I need to stress, you should see this movie. It's in my top... It's like... I won't, I'd say it's my number six of the year. It's like, not my top five, but it's my number six. And even if you don't know this band, it's pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I would recommend... All right, and I would recommend Dinosaur <laughs> as found on... Hey, if you can watch Racing Stripes, you can watch Dinosaur. I'm That's just true. saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. Sorry, well, that's about Adam Driver, okay? <laughs> he is starring in the writers of A Quiet Place's debut movie, so you better go see it, Tyler. Okay. It's not Go see A Quiet Place Part 2? No, it's... Uh, go see it again? Sure, but it's this movie's called 65. It's not the sequel. It's an original movie from the writers of A Quiet Place. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, he's also playing Gucci in House of Gucci, which uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have Adam Driver back. You have no idea how long I've waited. You do, because it's been a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. Uh, we will be off on Friday, but we will get you to look at the episode as soon as we can. Black Widow's coming out. I'm sure you've heard. Uh, and in order for us to get a Black Widow episode out in time, I need to see it on Thursday night because my weekend's super busy. For a variety of reasons. So, yeah, basically. So we will record our Loki episode on Friday night, and you will get it as soon as possible. Maybe Saturday, possibly Sunday. So, yep. And yep. then we'll we, give you a Black Widow episode at some point, too. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we're definitely, definitely excited to get these, uh, get these conversations, get this discussion going and out uh, to you guys. Also, a little bit of a preview. We may have a Discord community getting set up for why is what nice all right so all right well we will catch you in the next one